You know, I feel kind of bad for anyone who couldn't get up here to hit the slopes today. Uh, maybe they should have gotten a Toyota. Why's that? Well, not only does my Tacoma handle great in the snow, but now, when you buy or lease any new Tacoma or 4Runner, you get two passes for the 2019-2020 Mountain High Winter Season. No restrictions. Man, good call on that Toyota. Must take delivery from new car dealer stock by midnight 2320. CMTHigh.com Toyota for details. Your Southern California Toyota dealers make it easy. Toyota, let's go places. Man, this is hour 17 of the two, the second <laughs> annual 24-hour indie radio podcast. I got seven hours left to go. We have seven hours left. Watch yourself. You know, <laughs> I Let feel great, though. Like, I feel be- I feel good, though. Like, yeah. I feel like uh, y'all about to hear an echo. Just Man, here we go. This is hours. Well, while we hear an echo, I just want to tell the world, Kensei says a lot of things in iTunes, but we's a team. Yeah, well, yeah, right. we a team. We know it. No, there's Kente yeah. and I go oh, together yeah, when yeah. it comes to indie radio. That's right. She's my uh <laughs> she's my podcast wife. <laughs> I Love don't know. It. I don't but I have two podcast wife because Jen's my other podcast wife. So No, Jen is your Jen only is podcast wife. <laughs> I am your business partner. <laughs> okay. Somebody really I don't I don't do that. Me. You know about to have two wives, homeboy. We, hey, we just, we just this is 2020. We're supposed to be very... No, no, sir. No, sir. You don't even pay puppy support, so you show sure ain't about to be my husband. <laughs> well, this is in theory, husband. Listen, but, somebody um, really should have consulted me because I would have written better vows. <laughs> I mean, Jen, I'm going to come for you. Since you, his, since you his wife, I need my puppy support. Teddy needs grooming, so I need you to come up off some duggets so we can take my baby to the groomer. Uh, <laughs> hilarious. You know what's funny though? So uh, we don't really have a topic. So, but I'm like, we're with Leah. We don't need a topic. We can right? just talk to Leah, right? Yeah. And um, one thing about you know, once again about Leah, I swear, Leah, there's a guy on vocal. Who was on Blab yeah. back in the day? His name is Bobby Stamps. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He's the happiest. I, th- I always call him the happiest person online. Uh-huh. No, I, I think Leah is the happiest person. I swear. <laughs> Leah is always it. smiling. Just the happy, you know, like, uh, I, you know, um, I'm a happy person. I'm a happy person. But I ain't Leah happy though. Like I ain't that. I ain't that happy all the time, man. So uh, and I know you look. You're a human being, so I know yeah. there's times you get upset and you want to beat somebody up, possibly, and all of that. But I ain't never seen it, so it don't exist. <laughs> so, it so, don't exist. It don't exist until I say one day though. Watch one day I'm gonna be around Leah, and she gonna go smooth off on somebody. I'm gonna be like, damn. <laughs> I'm a bug out. I'm gonna be like, look at Leah, Leah's whooping his ass. Man, I can uh I can tell someone, you know, where they coming from and call a spade a spade. Right. You know what I mean? Cause um my niceness and my happiness and my joy is always selected and chosen. So those who experience it are 
really, cho- really, truly getting what I want to share with them and mm. the, 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 the now that I want to share with them. So that's my honor to them. So what you get of me is an honor to you. Ah, well, I, I appreciate it. And you know what? When you're around people with great energy, yes. who have an inviting energy, a calming energy, <laughs> it really like it is effect it's infectious because Good. sometimes you be like, you know, you tense, you wound up, and then when someone has that kind of energy, you just go it calms you down a little bit. You just be like, you know what, it's not that big of a like there, like there was this movie that came out called The Cooler, mm-hmm. and it was about this like apparently in Vegas they have these guys, their energy is, I guess they have like a losing energy or something, and oh, so wow. like so like so check this out so so Shannon you're you're at the um the slot machines, and you killing it you just putting it bam, and you just like doing well, they have a guy at some of these casinos, their energy is all jacked up. They will just calmly go sit next to you and their energy literally will dissipate your good energy that's going. They're called coolers. And they made like a movie about it. Like uh, William H. Macy played him. And I'm like, that is so it can work in, you know, both ways. Right. You can have a draining energy. Definitely. And you can have that energy where you, you know, you just want to, you know, you want to be around them. That light actually adds to your light, you know, or get or puts a light there. So that's something definitely you have, uh, Leah. Aww, and I think that you. I think that's one of the reasons why you're a very effective life coach too, because Aww. if you're the cooler, you know, you're probably not a good life coach. <laughs> you know. No. You know, and I mean who wants to be married to that person, right? <laughs> that, you know, can uh um mess up success. So but um right. so today we've been talking about all kind of stuff, man. We've been talking about right. Um, we've been talking about self care. We've been talking about ghost sex. We've been talking Ooh. about <laughs> Are what, we still on what happened to Ronald McDonald. I'm giving a recap. Okay. You, you know, because I thought Ronald McDonald may maybe he got caught up in the Me Too or whatever. Because <laughs> you don't see him no more. But um, I forgot. Somebody said no, no, no. He's he's still in the game. He's still making appearances. <laughs> So and that made me feel good because you know Ronald, even though I don't really eat McDonald's, but he was a part of my childhood. I remember Ronald. Yeah. I I remember going to parties and he was there and he was always nice. He was creepy, but he was nice. He was always nice. So, but um, you know, and it makes me think about like all the different things that we came up with because we're all around the same age ish, and um. And, Speak for uh, yourself. Whatever. I'm in my mind. I'm 24. But um, so I mean, if that's the case in your mind, if you're 24, I'm 16. Okay, 16. Oh man, listen. You know what? I didn't bring all my babysitting supplies, so <laughs> everybody better behave. So I, so I was thinking about like you know the different things we came up on, the programming we came up on. Yeah. You know the, the different TV shows, like you know the yes, the Cosby Show, uh, mm-hmm. Different Worlds. Uh, if you watched uh, Nickelodeon, Double Dare, <laughs> you know that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, right. You know, um, I thought about like 
man, I was so lucky that I came from like a really cool ass family, you know? Yeah. Um, right. You know, I had a lot of love. I had a lot of, um, you know, it wasn't even just my family, like my parents. It was the people they surrounded themselves around too. Like I got love from them as well. And it's funny, like you don't like you take it for granted till you get older or that you start meeting people who maybe didn't have that. And then you realize, man, I was so blessed. And, right. And where I'm going, I'm going somewhere with this. Okay, I know. And um, it just made me want to ask. Glad you know, Leah. It made me hmm? want to ask. We'll start off with Leah, who's our special guest for this hour. Like, what is some of the the blessings you've had as far as inter- um, interacting with people, maybe at a young age, uh, you know, maybe in your teenage years, or maybe as an adult, where you feel like it really affected your path in a positive way? Oh, my God, there's so many. I cannot express how many people have poured into me time and time again. I, I mean, just sitting on this panel right here, you know what I mean? So to take this moment and what we've shared out of our life and then times and times the people that I encounter and that I calibrate with on a daily and um, I'm just surrounded by, it's been so many countless moments, but I mean, there's just some I can probably pull out. Let's see. Uh, where I go, um, I go to a teacher in, 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 in fourth grade and fifth grade that, you know, saw me, that decided to, you know, take a spotlight and put it on me and let me know that there was something to me and that it was okay that I wasn't like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take a mother who decided to pour into me kind words of, of, of empowerment and strength um, as early as... Um, day one repeatedly telling me a story of my position in this world as a peacemaker you know i take that as such a gift and such an honor um you guys for just you know you know talking highly of me asking of me to be in your your company and be on your shows it's like and and like you can just times that times so many so I think there's so many moments that um, people have graced me with so much love and energy and that has kind of just made me me and made me choose to smile and to pour into the next person and to pay it forward and to know that we are vital to each other and to know that the calibration of each and every individual is a lesson or a blessing to each other. So it's only up to us if we take the time to get to know it. And I know that from blocking some people at face value um judging them at first and then meeting them on the other side of that coin and getting so much out of them you know and i love the journey of calibrating with people so many people have poured into me so those are a few moments my mom that teacher there's so many wow so many Uh, what about you jen Uh, um speak to the people that really meant something to you on your way through your life um, I think most of the people that have been that have done things that have that I would consider monumentous were all mentors and teachers. I, I mean, that's not to say that individual people haven't been very influential, but I think that I put mentors and teachers in sort of a higher esteem, and so I tend to 
feel like I got the most contributions from them. Um, but also I would put in uh, the lady who I began my writing career with as my agent, as one of those people. I, I don't know if I would call her a mentor, but she was probably one of the most influential people that I have ever come across in my life. Um, she was the lady who told me, don't worry about how old you are, write what you need to write. Um, don't let people say that just because this is not what they're looking for, that that means that it's not good. Um, those kinds of things. I, I think those are the big sort of biggest influential people. But the one that really sticks out which I feel like is sort of goes without saying is definitely my mom. My mom sacrificed everything that she had to send me to private schools. Um, she sacrificed her own sort of, you know, what she could do in order to give us a lifestyle that was probably far outside of the means that she actually had. And what it did effectually for me was it gave me a different kind of peer group. It allowed me to see the world in a very different way from perhaps where I would have seen it if she hadn't done that. And that was all just done out of pure love. So I would definitely put her in that list as well. Oh, wow. Beautiful. What about you, Shane? Um, I think the first person who sold life into me or sold a good seed, especially into my writing, was my first grade teacher. Rest in peace, Shannon Prey. Um, she had us do an introductory assignment, introducing ourselves to the classroom. And I was like, yeah, I'm a rap. <laughs> Did not know that was a form of poetry. Hmm. But she was like, oh, you're going to be a poet. And I was like, oh, okay. Whatever you say, lady. <laughs> um, but I really took to writing um, that year. And I was I was in the first grade. Um, and the rest is kismet. I mean, it's just, it was meant to be. So she saw something in me that I, ne I didn't necessarily know enough to see in myself, even though I've always enjoyed reading and writing. Um, but there have been many other people that have sewn into my life. Um, I know there are a lot of people out in the world who listen to my work. I'm like, do you want to hear a poem? And even if they don't want to hear it, they say yes anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> shout outs to all my uh, people I hold captive to my work. Teddy P. To get feedback. Um, I don't actually read to Teddy P. Really? But now that you mentioned that, I might have to do it. He's like, damn. Um, He's like, damn, damn. <laughs> Y'all can say you ruined it for him. Oh, sorry, Teddy. <laughs> I would say that. Am I right to say that pretty much all of us, we know what we want to do as far as what we want to give to this planet, as far as the method, right? Through, yeah. Right, uh, Leah. Right. You, you, yes. And what about yeah. you, Jen? Oh, for sure. But I bet you, I bet you, if we asked each other what it was, it would be different for all of us. Oh, what yeah. we want to do? Yes. What What I was going to say is that um, so many people who look. I'm 43. I know. I know. I look like I'm 24. Um, so many people who are older than me 
have no clue yet what they want to do with their life. They have no purpose. They, you know, like when they when they they go like, well, what is it? That, you know, when is it that you? When did you know what you wanted to do? And I was like, when I was a, like a kid, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be. I wanted to um to write. I knew I wanted to um produce and all of that kind of stuff. Like I remember it as clear as day watching um The Good, the Bad, the Ugly, my favorite movie, right? And I that was when I had the epiphany that oh, there's this thing called a director and oh, like the movies the the T V doesn't make the movies. Like that's what I thought, right? The TV actually makes the movies for us to watch, right? And then I realized that there was a a person that does it, right? And I I realized it, right? And I felt so so I always like kind of known what I wanted to do, and I have other passions as well. But I know people who have no clue at all, and I feel sorry for them because that's like to me that's like horrible not to to live your whole life and never have a passion or something that you really feel like you were put on this planet to do um mm-hmm. and, you know and this is like kind of an inside baseball technical question leo is that something can a life coach um help you unlock finding what your passion is oh yeah definitely um, oh, okay. that should be one of the first things that they aim for is to help the person find clarity um there's a thing where you even have to create a buffer from what the person tells you they want and for what you really hear them telling you they want. So you kind of have to level things out by listening to them and giving them what they think they need in that moment, but also hearing what they're actually asking you for and giving them the clarity that they actually need um, to proceed and um, to release the limiting beliefs that they have or the fears that they are not even identifying with because they're not even... Um, looking at it or, or, or face that that's what they they even want to face. So it's it's quite a process, even with the, every client to get to what they really want. And I find that that's the the one issue that most people have is that they don't have clarity on what they really want. Right. I wonder though, <laughs> what do you think about the strain of one partner? clearly knowing what they want to do with their life and mm-hmm. and taking steps to do it or maybe they're at that point but then they're with someone who has no idea like how do you even counsel like like if like somebody came to you and they're like that's their issue that their their man or their woman they have no idea what their their um passion is or their purpose is and they clearly do you know and i've seen that I've seen that um, affect the relationship because, you know, there's sometimes inherent jealousy about it, you know, um, and then there's, you know, there's also like, why can't you find which, what it is that you want to do or whatever? So, like, how do you even like deal with that from the from that standpoint of one person? I would having- deal. Mm-hmm. I would deal with the perspective that one is better than the other and that one is not a, a necessary part of the journey as much as the other one is. Mm-hmm. You guys are just in different spaces and you have to respect, honest, and, and love that and allow that person to process that and have that that moment and that time and that journey. And as long as you're thinking that there's a better position, especially that your your position is better for someone else, 
there's going to be a miscalibration and we have to kind of zero that calibration out and recalibrate how we see what our partner is going through, where they are and what we're going through and where we are in this journey. And just how we just kind of judge that instead of judging to just balance it, accept it and experience it. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, I see. Yeah, to just because when you make yourself feel like, look, I got my shit together. Get yeah. yours, you know, like, yeah, that <laughs> well, would be a, that would be some kind of funky way to do it you know yeah and you you feel so valid and it feels so real to you um that but you have to you have to also remember in a partnership you don't own the other person you're experiencing the other person allow yourself to experience that person and choose the person that you want to experience it's not a person you want to change you're 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 coming together to experience what lessons and blessings they have for you not yeah. try to force your template on them to give you what lessons and blessings you think you have because then you count yourself out of the lessons and blessings that you couldn't even fathom that you wanted or needed right. come on somebody we're about to have church uh-huh. <laughs> um there you know we talked about um energy and all that kind of stuff And there are, going back to people who have, you know, that dynamic energy where, you know, they're like a leader, you know, they're, Mm -hmm. um, there's someone that people want to follow, you know, they, when they speak, people listen, they take them seriously, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have other people where they, you know, it's like they have the bells and whistles, they have the external stuff. That that almost the suit of someone you take serious, but it's just like we don't believe you. You know what I'm saying? Like the the, the nice line, we don't believe you. Need more people, you know? Like that uh that feeling. And it's funny sometimes you don't even know what it is, but you don't know what it is. But just something ain't right about that person, you know? Um, sometimes it's just they can't help it, right? I know some good yeah. people that just don't have it, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's people that they're shady, even though they say the right stuff. Yeah. Like if you wrote down everything they said, mm-hmm. it's the right stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. your spirit is telling you, don't listen to this food. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And that's helped me a lot. I don't know how intuitive <laughs> you two ladies are, but my spirit is definitely saved me quite a bit from not getting involved with certain individuals. And I just want to know, like, um, we'll start off with you, Leah. Do, do you have that discernment inside of you where, yeah, he's saying or she's saying all the right stuff, but something is just telling you. Mm-mm. I mean, I always allow for a miscalibration in people because I come from a profession where most people are miscalibrated. Mm-hmm. So I allow the confusion to be a, a expected part of the calibration. And so with every encounter with people, mm-hmm. I always start new and afresh and a foundation that I can verify and confirm in that present now and moment at that time. And then I go from there. So even when someone has a discernment situation with me, I know that there is still something there that I can take from them. And that if I can focus on that and if I can spend time in that space and that energy and negate the other, I can get the good of this person because, like I said, we all have lessons and blessings for each other. There have been people mm-hmm. that 
Um, people think that I should count out of my life and I should turn my back on them and there should be no interaction at all. Um, but I always equate this to like the homeless person that gives $10 and the rich man that gives $10,000, you know, the homeless man gave all that he could. And most people are just doing the very best that they can with the information and the journey that they've gone through. And if you can change your perspective, which I have taken some time and energy to not have a judgment of better or worse, but just where they are and where I want to be and choose to be in circumference of it. It's a it's a different dance for me, even in the discernment area, because I also feel that there there's no man that I fear that can take me down for what's mine and, and what I'm doing. Um, I simply give them what they feel they need and, and or whether they take it or I give it, but it still doesn't hinder or negate uh, my success and where I'm going. It, it, it was for me to give if they're able to take it. Right. What about you, Shannon? Do you think, do you have that internal thing that helps you decide who to stay away from? Um, I try to see the good in um, most people. I just because they everybody has the potential to be something better than what they are. Mm. Um, and I like to encourage that. I'm an encourager by nature. And so um, when I see something that may be a challenge or a hindrance, and I'm also a trainer by nature. And so I want to, I want to pull that out of someone. Um, not because, they need to be something different, but because it's already in them and they need someone to be on their team and say, yes, you can do this. And all the people that have told you you couldn't, let's do it. Like show them that you are capable um, if that's what you desire to be, be it. Um, so yeah, I do have good insight on who to stay away from and I, that, I think that's based off of energies. I, I, I tend to get the vibe well um, initially that, oh, this is somebody whose juju vibe energy is horrible. And I'm just going to watch them from across the room um, because bad energy in my space just does something for me that I just can't, I can't be bothered with. But I think those that you do decide to take a chance on, if they do, you can always help captivate the, the light in them when they're being swallowed by darkness. Mm. Just my opinion. No, no, very, yes, very, very well said. Very well said. Um, I don't, look, I do with a lot of intuition and I didn't realize it. Like, I didn't realize it. I just thought, you know, it's that 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 um tingle in your bottom that tells you what to do, right? Um, that's acid indigestion, Kente. <laughs> uh, you know, like that's what I chalked it up to, and then I had people telling me like that, you know, that really study this stuff, and they were like, "No, that's your intuition. That's your, you know, um, whatever you want to call it." And you know, yeah. I feel like in 2020, I really want to access that on a deeper level, you know, um, yeah. than I had, you know, because as I'm getting older, you know, I cut away a lot of the BS, but then I'm opening myself up more to things that maybe not in the past. Right. I'm much more open, I think, than I was. 
Um, which is funny because a lot of people are more mm-hmm. liberal when they're younger, and then when they get older, they get conservative. So, yeah, right. but I, I think I'm getting liberal in a lot of other ways as I get older. And you know, this is fun. Like life is supposed to be fun, right? Yes. You yes. Know? And sometimes I feel like in my search to try to get to where I want to get to. I didn't realize it's supposed to be fun. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like I think sometimes we think in order to get to where we need to get to, it's supposed to be a brutal road where there's, where there's uh rabbit dogs trying to nip at your, your heels and you got people with machetes and no, it don't have to be like that. Like, like, I mean, you know, and I think what I want to do going forward this year, especially and going forward is yes, I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna, you know, stay busy, do all that, but I'm gonna go out my way to enjoy the process uh, more than I have in the past. Yeah. Not to say I didn't enjoy Absolutely. it. Not to say yeah. I didn't enjoy it, but like I really enjoy it. Like, you know, really have I love fun with it. That. Yeah. And I think it's go can't say go can't say go. I think it's it's uh, very important, extremely important. And I realize so many people, this is so sad. So many people spend their whole freaking adult life chasing something. And then they, let's say they achieve it or whatever, they get there and then they drop dead or or they get to a point where they, they can't enjoy the fruits of their labor. And I'm like, man, I, you know what I had to get used to? Like, I'm not rich at all, right? But I got to a point where I said, you know what? I'm going to spend money to give myself more time. Okay. So yeah. I, I don't mow my lawn. Jesus does it. You know what I'm saying? I don't do certain certain things. I can afford to do it. I do it because what it does is it allows me to do the things I really want to do. Yes. So I try not to do stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. Look, we all, you know, we all got to do things we don't want to do at times. But I try, to, I try to knock that down. My my goal is to have such a carefree life where I just do only what I want to do. Right, absolutely. That's reverse name. engineer it, and it's yours. Right, there, that's what I'm gonna manifest. Yeah, definitely manifest it and play every every step of the way. You know, yeah. because you're supposed to enjoy the now as well, and that that's something that I'm trying to work on too to help people realize that. Um, I know you were on earlier when um, we introduced what we are presenting as manifestation games, and it's something where we. Um, we developed this game where you play every step of the way to manifest your dream life. Just everything that you've wanted in life and, and how you how how you want things to be. And doing it in little playful, loving manners that, that serve and teach you. You right. know, not like um, just having someone tell you, do this, do that. It's taking you through the play, giving you training, making it fun every yeah. day. So we definitely are the creators of our everyday. And we have so much power that we haven't tapped into so um whenever we have the chance to have people like shannon how she she saw in people and like turned them on and allowed them to to draw out of themselves the greatness i love that because that's that's in all of us 
So I hope that this game that um, I'm doing with Aaron Riggs and Jeremiah um, Cullenberg turns out to be something very instrumental to help people really like cultivate their manifestation powers while playing and enjoying the day. Yeah. That is so very important. Absolutely. So very important. And I heard all your shows you did on self-care with Ava, Laura, and just you. You started it off, Kente. You're, you're on a mission to spread self-care. And I'm definitely on that mission with you. I think it's so important because somebody has to be at the top of the pyramid. And we have to trust them to be at the top to come down and take care of everything else. And we need them to be mm-hmm. at the top of the game because they are um, caring for so much, um, so many levels beneath them. So it's okay to take care of yourselves, guys, especially when you have so much responsibility. You feel like, oh, I, I can't take mm-hmm. care of myself, but you have to. You have to. It's mandatory. Yep. Yeah. Completely mandatory. Um, yep, because we need you to do that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I might do is maybe I need to do like a retreat or something at Glen Ivy mm-hmm. and just get all our podcast community to come down, rent a house or something. And, uh, but, that would be so much fun. Like y'all are not going to want to leave this place. This place is amazing. So, um, uh, okay, sorry. Uh, but, um, no, I think that that's, that would be a, a great thing to do. Just get everybody together and, um, you know, and just have a great time with each other, you know, eat, uh, relax, you know, be merry, Listen to Shannon, do some poetry. Yeah. Yes. You know. Love it, love it. We all play with Teddy P. That's her little dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'll be fun, man. It'll be it'll be great. It'll be the uh indie radio uh retreat. <laughs> you know. So uh but that that would be fun though. Um That would be. So um my thinking is that, um, you know, I feel like we train ourselves to be whatever it is that we train ourselves to be. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's it's good. You know, sometimes it works well for us. And then other times, uh-oh, did we lose you, uh, Shan? I don't know what's happening. It just keeps kicking me out. Oh, okay. It's racist. I can't hear her. It doesn't want me to be brave. It's saying that it keeps kicking her out. It's being racist. And, Uh, you know, I love that, you know, you always talk about calibration and, uh uh, you know, recalibration. You know, sometimes you get, that's so important, you know, and unlearn some of the bad things that we kind of take up, you know, all these years, you know. And I find myself like, you know, um, with just the way I'm eating, changing um, Mm -hmm. the way that I relate to a lot of people, I'm changing, you know, I still give Shannon a hard time. That's not going to change. But because uh, <laughs> she wouldn't even know how to act if I was. As like, you can see, uh, as you can see, in 2020, I am unbothered by you. Okay, <laughs> Shannon. If I just started being like super nice to Shannon, she wouldn't. She wouldn't like that. She'd be like, yeah. she, she like, she wants, she likes it when I give her heck. I would love it. What you mean? I don't know. I can't hear her. Oh, you can't hear her. I need somebody to be nice to me. <laughs> Not you don't want it from me though. Come on. 
We like uh, yes, you. We like Pam and Mark. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. No, yeah, I will not one. be Pam. Pam was. I, I like, think you need I to like recalibrate Pam. that, Kente. I like Pam. Know. I like Pam though. Pam was cool. I don't know. I like Martin. Oh, excuse me. Or what's that uh, from Living Single? Uh, what's the two that didn't get along? No, they because they hooked up. No, uh, yeah, that. I was like, yeah, yeah, uh, I was talking about that. No, yeah, uh, what's his name? All right, whatever. All right, we could be Pam and Martin, whatever. Yeah, it's a dress. Who's Georgina? <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that's a good one. Oh, you don't want to talk about it, Leah? Can you uh, hear me? Let's talk about uh, <laughs> let's talk about Leah. Can't hear me. Yeah, she can't hear you. Wait, maybe you need to come <laughs> out and come back in. Yeah, I'll come back in. I'll come back in. Mm -hmm. Okay, so hopefully that'll fix her audio issue. Um. So okay, uh, let's talk about um before we go. Laugh at my calibration. Uh, what number are we on, and um, what can we expect in 2020 for Laugh at My Calibration? Okay, so Laugh at My Calibration has been trying to find its home and its place. Um, it's been a little bit difficult, but I think in 2020, we're going to find our, our home and really find our way and just really get it going. We've got a lot of people that are still committed, still involved. Ian Solomon, Conwell Johnson, P- Peanut Mayfield, Aaron Riggs, just added Jeremiah Cohenberg, you know, um, so Sarah Newell. So just so many people. It's like it, I could just go on and name on and on. So that just makes me so proud so honored to be working with all these amazing comedians that see fit to come show up for this all the time so we're working on like stabilizing it where we're going to have it but other than that we're going to press forward and keep going uh, we're trying to work our way to paris so right. <laughs> do a show out in paris get on international with it ah. <laughs> all right. Oh, right, do you know right, about right. the world stage in um the Mer park no i don't the world stage, yes. I, I um, uh, it, it's a place that you hear jazz music. Like some of the great jazz musicians of, of uh, Southern California, uh, we're talking about like the heavyweights. Um, it, it was like their practice spot, as well as uh, they have shows there. Um, the the guy who runs it, his name is Dwight Treble. I've known him since I was a kid. Um, he's a, a wonderful musician, uh, singer jazz singer avant-garde singer and um he runs the world stage um he you know he's definitely somebody to talk to about that and it's a it's a great venue people go there all the time and uh so you know and if you if you like i'll introduce you to him so okay yeah i will take all the introductions possible i'm gonna tell you a secret i'm gonna tell you a secret people in la love kente Oh, I know they do. I know they do. Mm-hmm. In, in Omaha too, right? Right, Shannon? They love me in Omaha. In Omaha, what? In Omaha, in Omaha, they love me too, right? Who? The people. I got a small fan. The base. people? Yeah, I got a small fan base in Omaha, right? Oh, you must be talking about me. <laughs> yeah. Well, through osmosis, right? They they love you, right? So through osmosis, they got to love me too, right? Oh, I mean, I'm the Nebraska sweetheart. What you talking about? Nebraska sweetheart. <laughs> That's funny. Now, are you from, are you from here originally, Leah? 
No, I was born in Texas. Really? And I came out here at a young age. So I got the best of both worlds, which I really appreciate. And I think, you know, most people should have the best of both worlds, the extremes of everything. It really molds you and lets you choose your polarity where you want to be. So I really appreciate it. We're in My Texas. country. Houston, Texas, and then oh, raised Houston. in California. Oh, that's what's up. You know, uh, Steph is from Houston. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Steph, Steph. Yeah, yeah. I, Houston is a, Houston's a great town. Houston, oh, yeah. Houston, Austin. <laughs> like, give me Houston and Austin. Sorry, but you can keep the rest of Texas. <laughs> like, like we could write off the rest of Texas, but Houston and Austin is pretty oh. dope. So, so I kid Texas, calm down, because they'll shoot you for that. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, I used to live in Dallas. Watch yourself. <laughs> oh, you used to live in Dallas? Uh, okay. Could you live in Dallas again? Yep, six years. Could you live there again? I would love to live in Dallas again. Hmm. I'm going to tell you a story. So I was in Dallas the night of the election. And so when it was looking like, you know, Donald Trump was going to win, it was pandemonium. People were excited. It was, it was uh, rednecks, you know, shooting in the air Everybody had a Trump sign, and it was just jovial, happy, right? And then I hop on the plane, mm-hmm. and I come back to L.A. And when I get to L.A., it was like a morgue, man. It was like, <laughs> everybody was all sad. You see these people crying. Yeah, <laughs> and it was so interesting to do that trip, because I didn't plan it. I didn't I didn't even realize I was yeah, going to yeah. be... Yeah. But it was just so interesting how it was like I was in a different planet. Like, you know, one place they're just so happy and it's just like, yes. And then here it was just like, want, want. So I wasn't sad. The reason why I wasn't sad because I knew it was going to happen. So, you know, I had prepared myself for it. So, you know, I don't know why people were so so shocked it was like it, it to me it was evident that's what was going to happen but anyway i, I digress um okay. so uh shout out to my friend neon he always says that i digress i'm running for president really okay so what's your um i told you why i'm voting for andrew yang so why why should i vote for you Because I am going to eliminate the American debt. Okay. But are you going to get rid of the stickers on the uh, the fruit? I'm going to start with student loans. I don't have any student loans, so can you get the stickers off the fruit? <laughs> I mean, it's going to help all your friends and family, though. That's their problem. You're welcome. That's their problem. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, of huh? course. Wait, you got you got student loans? I'm gonna improve. I'm gonna improve school lunches for everyone. Oh, you are. So, what you gonna? How you gonna improve it with, uh, with um, prime rib? <laughs> with what? Prime rib or that that pizza that uh, that um, that cafeteria pizza that you guys were talking about? How y'all love so much? No, I'm a. With I'm gonna enter into a um. A Whole Foods Amazon bid for all schools across America because they are booming in success 
with their um, collaborations. So they might as well feed all the children across the world. Uh, okay, I can dig that. I can dig it. She makes a good point. Darn it. She makes a good point. Um, yeah, that's why. I, that's why I said I was voting for Andrew Yang because he said he's going to take the stickers off the fruit. So that got my vote right there, right there. Because I hate it. I mean, I gotta. I, I I'm, we're gonna do a whole show about my pet peeves because I feel like I gotta get some stuff off the chest. I have a lot of pet. You peeves. get some stuff off your chest. Yeah. Me too. I get some stuff off my chest too. I got. I mean, I got some pet peeves about society and what's Aww. going on. And you know what? I feel like I just need to let it flow. We're going to do a, a, we're gonna hmm. do a, a, a show. Be, I told you next year we need to have a meditation hour for the 24 hour. We need to have, um, we need to have, yeah, we start there. If we start with meditation, the rest of the 24 hours will be bliss. Hmm. But yeah, a nap time and twenty four hour. I mean, it's a nap time and meditation segment. Hmm. And you got a couple of votes in the chat for president. I did on the last when it was me, you, and Q. Some people was like, "I asked for meditation. Like, it would be good. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be helpful and beneficial." We need to go into the next year, and I'm really gonna need it next year. Look, we. Mm-hmm. I'll do the meditation hour. Okay, I am all for that. Actually, I wish I had thought about that because we could have done that this year. It'd be like a, a four-hour block of meditation. Man, listen, from two to six a.m. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm all for that. And no, it's not cheating, y'all. That's not cheating. I so. mean, each hour will be like, okay, now that you have. Release all of your negative thoughts and processes. Let's go ahead and breathe in new energy. Mm. Yeah, so um, we're just killing some time uh, to get Leah back. Uh, now, are you now? Can you be on the next show with Doctor Vibe? Can I? Mm-hmm. Um, sure. That's what five to six for me. Yeah. And then I'm free for two hours before my shows. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, a, I could be on the show with Dr. Vibe. What's, does he already have a topic? Something about 2020. Um, oh, I'm keep, here for it. I could do it. Dang, but you keep dropping I mean, I'm not off. doing nothing. I was going to study. I need to study for my test. You keep dropping off, so I might have to stick or stay close so that they bring you back in. <sighs> yeah, you might have to stay close. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what's going on. It's, it's racist. StreamYard is racist. <laughs> I'm not doing this with you, sir. Mm. Okay, I so, am not. I'm going to pull it up on my other so phone. While we're here, you guys, and you guys can help us out, me and Shannon, we're going to do some bonding in 2020 to be better co-hosts. So I'm going to throw out things that we can do to so that me and Shannon can bond better as co-hosts. All right? So, uh, white ra- white river rafting. What about that? No. No. I I mean I hope you get my opinion in these things too. No. What do y'all think? One or one or two? One for yes, two for no. Should me Let's and go Shannon camping. White... Camping. That's good. Mm-hmm. 
Camping, one or two in the chat. Mahoney State Park in Nebraska. I'm I'm eating for it. Skydive. Are we gonna tandem dive, me and you? Hilarious. Um let's go zip lining. Zip lining. Oh, you know what we could do for uh, Halloween? We could be like a, a jackass where one you know, <laughs> where you have the two people in this in the uh costume. No. Hilarious. No. I refuse. <laughs> I am not going to be. Look, I I could be Jack. I could dress up as a guy. You could be the donkey, and we could put a plus sign in between us. I'd be like, I'm Jack. He's okay. the donkey, and I'm as. Huh? Yep. Oh, I'm not getting no costume with you. What if you got a boot? Well, I won't have anything with onions in it, so you'll be good. I don't care. You do not smell like a, a, a bouquet of potpourri. Might I might. Um, what about? Oh, they said escape room. Oh, we could do the escape room. I'm here for that. I want to do escape room. Bad. I'm gonna put together escape room. Uh, we have them here. Trip. I or, did one. It was interesting. We're trying to say how me and Shannon want to do a bonding exercise. I said white river rafting. She said no. She said no. No, because I know you're just going to be trying to tip me over. You know, I'm a squill, and I'm not with it. Man, I'm not with it. How am I going to ever get another co-host when I let the, the last one die? <laughs> Who's going to want to be my co-host? <laughs> I mean, somebody will be ready to take my place. they probably sitting there pining away right now. No, Man, not let after. Her, let, her, let her walk away. Let her walk away from that spot. Would you want to date a guy if his last girlfriend died mysteriously? Um, didn't I already say you hitting too close to home, my guy? Oh yesterday. wow! Oh wow! Am I hitting close, too close to home? Wow. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, she didn't die mysteriously. Oh wow! Dang, I just pulled that one out my butt. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. But um, no. I always wonder though, if someone died during sex um <laughs> does does the person that didn't die do they have like survivor's guilt you know they should <laughs> do they do they give a disclaimer for the next person like i just want you to know the last person i had sex with <laughs> didn't make it so <laughs> yeah that's that's crazy that's i just want to worry you where do you come you. up with this you stuff might, even you... though i had this conversation <laughs> with a friend um, they were like, "Oh, you'll be fine." I was like, "Nope." First time I did that, I thought I was gonna die, and they were like, "I can't believe you just said I did with that person." I was like, "I thought I was gonna die." I was like, "How are you gonna explain to my mother that you killed me?" <laughs> that now that's something. How do you tell the family? Because you know how the family always want to know what was it like their last moment. I mean, how do you tell the family? Like, well. She had a smile on her face when she went. Like, I mean, how do you tell them? You just make some stuff up, huh? Yeah, making some stuff up, because she didn't have no smile on her face. <laughs> I'm good, homie. Keep that penis to see yourself. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> like, the, 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 death, the death dick. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, like, she didn't my die. gosh. She didn't die from the what? penis. She died while in the throes passion with it but it wasn't because of it 
She had a bad yeah, ticker. She had a bad ticker. She had a bad ticker. That's what happened. And on that note, Leah, how can, yeah, we get exactly. you, how can we get you in social media and all that good stuff? Uh-oh, you're on mute. Uh-oh. Uh, you're muted, uh, Leah. Uh-oh, we can't. Yeah, we can't hear we you. We can't hear you. Uh, you. You might need to come right back in. Uh, how can we get you, Shannon? Um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Shannon Ford, like the president, hyphen Jefferson, like the president. And let me just go ahead and say it now, since we are talking, um, di- dismantling daddy dysfunctions will be out May 21st, 2020. Check me out. Check me out. All right. I can't wait. What about you, Kente F? You can get me at Kente F on Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram, and you can go to our website, IndieRadio.org. Um, uh, uh, so, and also you got Leah, the life coach, uh, and uh, at the manifest game as well. Dot com. Um, with that said, I'm so sorry, Leah. We have to close it out. Uh, but um, you, I'll put, it was a pleasure, I'll put Leah. Yeah, I put in the show notes how you can get her. All right, well, stay tuned. All right. Last year, 76 online shoppers' banking details were hacked every minute. Many of these people were attacked on public Wi-Fi at cafes and airports. Protect your logins and bank details from hackers with TunnelBear. TunnelBear gives you free data to start so you can see if the network is right for you. Sign up now at ProtectYourWiFi.com and get one extra gig of data for free. Visit ProtectYourWiFi.com for more information. Hi, welcome to Metro by T-Mobile. Hi, my dad is in serious need of an upgrade. Yeah, my phone's a fossil. He needs a new phone and a new network stat. Well, when he switches to Metro, he can get an amazing iPhone 7 with HD retina display for just $99.99 after ID validation. Wow, $99.99? Bye-bye, fossil. Requires porting of eligible number not currently active on T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. With validation of ID, an independent database limit for per account slash household. 32 gigabyte model only. See store for details and terms and conditions.